Greetings, nerds. This is Dart. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont. And with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah. How are you doing this evening? I watched Picard episode seven. Have no fear. Okay. Okay. I, I know. Great. Great. Yeah, well, so did I. And it was actually, uh, I was joking with you before we started recording. I lucky enough to have the day off after uh, some business travel and stuff. And uh, it was nice to, to be able to get up this morning and watch a show before everybody spoiled it. <laughs> I I don't have that problem, but I under I sympathize um, yeah. for other shows. Granted, I, a lot of the shows I'm watching right now, I can't really spoil. Like, I, I, I watched the the season premiere, the final season premiere of Succession. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched it right on Sunday night, right after it dropped. I didn't have any fear of being spoiled about anything. Um, and looking back, you really can't spoil that. Like, you can't spoil yeah. anything about that show. Um, but just round of applause for the actors on that show because damn they act their fucking pants off <laughs> yeah they do there and it's not i i don't even think it's just the performance how like every fan should just send whatever they want like thank yous to the casting director because they got really good with the chemistry of those freaking siblings who <laughs> <laughs> Are in one moment and like in the same scene, they're tearing each other apart, and then there's a kiss on the cheek. It's just like there, there's this, there is so it's it's amazing to have a family of horrible people that because of their love for one another as siblings or as father and and children. You, you kind of are like, I can relate. <laughs> Even <laughs> though you're horrible and are billionaires, I can relate. Mm-hmm. It's just this, it's this mindfuck. And, and for those who have watched it, um, the quote of it, of this episode in particular, is disgusting brothers. Mm. And it's not the brothers who you think it is. <laughs> oh, man. Uh. Yeah. But, no, it was a solid start. Um and I'm I'm just excited to be back into this family dynamic and um and yeah yeah so it's good awesome awesome yeah I need to I need to watch I need to watch the premiere uh, I did I did finally after I think I got into the show second season and uh, yeah I've really I've enjoyed it so so don't, I will uh, I did see the disgusting brothers uh, trend for a bit so I was I uh, so I, I got to see what that was all about. <laughs> it's it's so small but it's so like on par with this <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's so it's just like yeah they they would have a line like that and use it in that way yeah the disgusting brothers um yeah. but on top of that i did another netflix binge um i don't know if i ever brought up this show um before probably because i i really do hate watch this but um shadow and bone on netflix Oh yeah, yeah. We've, you've, I think I don't know if we talked about it here, like on the podcast proper, but I think you have mentioned it, like whenever we just warming up and stuff. So I continue to um, to watch this show 
And by watch, I mean fast forward through like 90% of it. The only reason to watch this show is for the crows. Hmm. Um, the, the actors who play the crows are the best part of the show. I could care less about the main characters um, and the main weird stuff. And also, what is the age difference between the main actress and Ben Barnes? Because some of those scenes are bit pretty weird. I'm just like, what? You're, you have been around for, you're older than me, and she is definitely younger than me. So where, where are we here? And I know, like, age differences, but still, come on. Like, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit weird. Um, but I was surprised that they got a second season, I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, well, Netflix, yeah, they, they shows that you think are going to get renewed don't, and the ones that shouldn't get five seasons. <laughs> yeah, I I don't, like, I don't, and I, and I don't say that for quality because of everything yeah. you just said. I say it mainly because I don't also hear a lot of people. I hear more people talk about Outer Banks than Shadow and Bone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true, true. But I also I know it's based off of like a book series, I believe. Yeah, and so there's probably a cult falling and probably a lot of people who are just like nowhere in my social media realm. Um, but I just wanted to give it a shout out because, like I said, if you watch that show, just fast forward through all the bullshit and just watch The Crows because they have the best arc. I'm still very confused about... Um, and see, I don't even know their character names. I just, I just say the crows. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, to be fair, you, you do fast forward through probably like seventy percent of the show. So. <laughs> yeah, or I just have it in the background while I'm doing other stuff, and I completely forget uh, about it. And I look up the yeah. screen, and I'm like, how did we get? Okay, sure. <laughs> did I miss something? <laughs> <laughs> How did we get here? Who is this person? I don't. We've seen her for like five episodes, and I continue to be like, "Aren't you an extra?" <laughs> I don't. Yeah. But you know, yeah, yeah, we all have, we all have those programs like that. Where is this background noise for sure? <laughs> yeah, it's some. I I love myself a good Netflix binge, and by a good Netflix binge, I mean good background noise <laughs> 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 because. Sometimes when you have a binge, like a Stranger Things binge, oh man, those you're just like on the couch for a full yeah. day, and then you're just like, I could have gotten stuff done, but for some reason I had to pay attention. Um, yeah. So yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and oh, it, like, and I think this is where you're going about to jump to, but um, speaking about Succession, yeah, Matt yeah, Fatten, um was cast in Deadpool three, even. Why you do this to me, Will? Why can't we wait to talk about the news when it's the complete news? Like, this is who was cast, and they're going to play well, this I, part. I, this was, honestly, I, I didn't have this on the rundown at first. But then I was like, well, I'll just throw it on here because I, I, I knew the succession premiered this week. And figured this would be a good tie-in, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, have some light. Well, really, and that plus have some light Marvel news because, good lord, there's been a lot of shit this week. I so I know we talked over the weekend about Jonathan Majors when yeah. it broke out. I know I think I saw some things that were updates, but I will be frankly honest, I I have stopped. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna do what I did with the Ezra Miller situation. God forbid it gets that far but 
um, and just rely on you to tell me what I need to understand about the situation. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fine. I mean, it's it's a it's a lot. I know originally we weren't going to, you know, we went back and forth about whether or not to talk about it, but then some further developments happened today that I think many people may or may not have seen because it's been a lot going on in the news today. But uh, so, of course, just a reset for folks who may not have heard all the details over the weekend. Jonathan Majors was arrested uh, for uh, for assault, aggravated harassment, uh, aggravated attempted assault and harassment. As, and as, these are all charges and mis, in, are misdemeanors and uh, stemmed from a situation that he was with his uh, girl, I guess, female acquaintance, his girlfriend, it sounds like. And um, it was pretty, pretty bad situation. I mean, she did have to go to the hospital. She had visible injuries, including laceration behind her ear and um, and, and some other uh, you know, facial swelling. And and so it was you know, she did have to report. She did have to go to the hospital. He was he was arrested and arraigned, and of course, released. But uh, uh, you know, there was some fallout immediately from that. Uh, the army suspended using him in their uh, latest recruiting campaign. Uh, I think Marvel at this point was just taking a wait and see approach. But today, uh, his uh, Jonathan Major's attorney uh, released some text messages from the alleged victim. And I'm just going to I'm not going to pass. I'm not going to give any judgment on these first. I'm just going to read the text verbatim because I think it's important for context. And and so uh, I will start uh, with a, a text that she sent him uh, the day of the incident that occurred. Uh, she says, quote, please let me know you're OK when you get this. They assured me that you won't be charged. They said they had to arrest you as protocol when they saw the injuries on me and they knew we had a fight. I'm so sorry that they did. And I'm sorry you're in this position. We'll make sure nothing happens about this. I told him it was my fault for trying to grab your phone. I only just got out of, out of hospital. Just call me when you're out. I love you. Then she sends a second text uh, and just says, they just called again to check on me. And I reiterated how this was not an attack and they do not have my blessing on any charge just being, being placed. I read the paper they gave me about strangulation and I said point blank that this did not occur and should be removed immediately. The judge is definitely going to be told this. She assured she assured me this to me. I know you have the best team and there's nothing to worry about. I just want you to know that, that I'm doing all I can. My end. I also said to tell the judge to know that the origin of the, of the call was to do with me collapsing and passing out and your worry as my partner due to our communication prior. Out of care, she promised all will be relayed, end quote. So those were the texts that were sent. So just to break it down, it sounds like incident occurred. Um, they were, I guess, in a taxi on the way back from a, you know, hanging out at a bar or something. And, you know, the situation happened. So uh, honestly, I, and I, just, I don't think this makes him look any better, quite frankly. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, because it's, you know, I've had some situations, I've had experience, not personally, it was with just in my career and, and other things about domestic cases. Right. And, and this, 
see, this is the types of things that victims will sometimes do. They'll, they'll deflect and say, it was my fault. You didn't do anything wrong. And and there were some other things that did come out uh, when the story first broke about Jonathan apparently having some situations in the past where he's been very belligerent and abusive to people. So, I, you know, again, yeah, and again, I'm not, you know, all everyone deserves their day in court these are at this point all allegations and you know the criminal justice process will take its place but i don't think his attorney did him did him any favors by releasing these texts today no because i mean you're right like let's set aside us behaving like we're the judge and jury of the situation um at the end of the day to have this happen publicity wise <laughs> it's yeah. not good like yeah. whether whether it, it it happened it didn't happen there was something else at play i don't know it doesn't matter like the headline reads kang the conqueror just got arrested yeah for hitting a female mm -hmm. or like that's the allegation for for abusing his partner that is not good like, and and they say, like, any he headline is a good headline. But, yeah, it keeps you in the, um, it keeps you relevant, but not in the way that a studio would want, especially for a studio who just named you, like, the crown jewel almost yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're you're playing king in multiple movies and and the and the really um bad thing well not the really bad thing but the the crazy situation that that is at play now is ant-man has come out <laughs> Yeah. Damn, and has come out. You can't, yeah. you can't do a recast necessarily. Right, right. And he's apparently he's got a small scene of Loki two coming up later this year. So don't tell me that. But yeah, I I would want that. Um, yeah, we, you know, it'll be. I'll I'll be. I'm gonna again try to take do what I did with the whole Ezra Miller situation where let let it play out however it's going to and try not to to jump to conclusions or anything but i just hope it doesn't get worse you know yeah, yeah. i don't i don't hope like i don't i mean if it can just be this and that's it and this gets resolved okay i think we can move forward from it but um man for it, it just I mean, and and the thing with Ezra too, like it's it's very similar where people who are just getting excited about this actor suddenly things happen, mm -hmm. and and that that who you think this actor is, so it's tarnished automatically. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like, look at Chris Brown. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mel, really yeah, I, mean, I mean, Mel Gibson. I mean, you know, it's another yeah. one. I mean, uh, I mean, he managed to somehow crawl, crawl his way back. But uh, Russell Crowe's had situations in the past. So, I mean, it's, you know, this, um, you know, with with domestic violence, you, you, you know, you 
one you, you, again this is these these text messages and stuff like i said i've seen this type of communication before in domestic cases where the victim blames himself for you know it was my fault that i grabbed the phone and that kind of things and you know so there is that you know but but again like as you as you rightfully said we are not the we're not the judge we're not the jury here we just see what happens let the process takes it take its place but you know, if I, you know, well, well, um, I yeah. just <clears throat> to your point about the text messages and everything, um, everybody should go and check out the stuff about Melissa Benoist and what yeah. she went through with her yeah. first husband. Yeah. Like exactly. there, there are legit interview clips <laughs> where yeah. people piece together situations that happen where she did blame, like take the blame and made up excuses and. Yep. Justify yep. the actions. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's a that's a that's a very good example uh, of, of uh, where we where we've had a very a person speak about their 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 experience. And I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. And it's and it's crazy because it it took it took, a, I think, a few years for that to come out after mm -hmm. she had already divorced him. Mm -hmm. And moved on with Chris Wood. Yeah. Um, so, but but she's out. She's out of yeah. that situation. Um, I haven't seen that actor cast in like hardly anything since. Right. Um, so yeah, it's it's not good. Um, but but all we can do is just watch how it plays out and then see what Disney moves. I mean, Disney's. Or <laughs> Are <laughs> making moves elsewhere where yeah. um, they have cut the head of Marvel Entertainment, um, Ike Perlmutter, and Marvel Entertainment has um, officially separated the division from Marvel Studios. Um, and so Marvel Entertainment was over the TV side, right? Yeah, so it's the TV side. So, yeah, so this, the, the separation happened when um, Palmer tried to power force Feige out because they had a big feud uh, a few years ago. And um, so as a, as a sort of golden parachute for him, they gave him the Marvel entertainment, which yeah, it's like the light, it was like mainly like the licensing and uh, comic book that was left. So, uh, so bigger picture, Disney started the, the 7,000, layoffs the seventh employee layoff this week and so as part of this layoff uh, in, in addition to you know unfortunately probably a lot of rank and file folks a lot of executives i know there, i was reading earlier uh, some people from hulu and and other divisions abc news and other places uh, a lot of these executives are also getting laid off in this as they're cutting costs and promoter they use this as an opportunity to to to, to get rid of him as well uh, because he also try to um, force his way into control of the board when uh, Bob Chapek uh, stepped down and Bob Iger came back to take over uh, Disney earlier this, I guess, late last year. And uh, so, yeah, it was, it was a lot of just sort of upper level management power grabs and machinations going on. But, um, but yeah, but Permutter, uh was let go. And he's also people probably also remember may remember that he in addition to his feuding with Feige, uh, he was 
very down on green lighting black panther and, and captain marvel some years ago as well so uh he's not the most progressive uh person in the in the in the, in the place uh which um i think also led to his demise i and so now i'm blanking on <laughs> basically Totally Basically, cool. I mean, at the end of the day, it was it, he was cut as a, as a cost cutting measure. And that was just some historical context as far as who he was. Just for folks who weren't familiar with this character, um, they, they have a little bit more context about who he is. Yeah. 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 I, I, I've heard his name come up before. Yeah. Um, and being like why Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did not... <laughs> become the agents of shield that everyone was promised in a way yeah yeah that was um, about the time that all that stuff went down with Fuggy. yeah 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 so so i'm i i kind of maybe with this piece of news i'm just like why do i have this sense of deja vu <laughs> like, yeah. i feel like this has happened before um but and and we've talked about this on a on a few different shows um about how disney plus is not profiting the way Disney ever thought it would or could. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you're, they're going to play, whether it's for actual um, cut, 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 cutting costs and Mm -hmm. saving money as they say, or for other reasons, um, either way, they, they're trying to figure out how to, really become um functional and profitable post covid so yeah. yeah so yeah i like i said i feel like a lot of this is deja vu um sprinkled in with some yeah we um we're not making money guys and yeah. oh, we've seen some of the reviews about the shows lately in the movies so we're yeah. trying to restructure um but they finally gave us a date for agents of or not agents of Seal, secret invasion so we're getting that at the end of june yes yeah that was um someone noticed that the title card on disney plus actually had the date that's how it wasn't an official announcement but i guess it was a soft announcement <laughs> Well, then that just scares me that it's going to change. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, whoops, that was a mistake. That was, yeah, um, yeah. What else? Um, okay. And then because we're going to talk Picard tonight, we can um, wrap up the news section with all of the Star Trek news. Um, as Star Trek Strange New Worlds premieres on June 15th and has been renewed for a third season, this animated Star Trek Lower Decks and Prodigy both have been renewed for new seasons. So that's that's good on the yep. Star Trek front, yep. especially as other shows were like they're ending their mm-hmm. seasons. Um, and so, yeah. And then um, on top of that, now, is this animated? No, this new series that was announced today, uh, Starfleet. Star Trek Starfleet Starfleet Academy is uh, live action. Okay. And, yeah, and it's this. So it's it's going to start production in 2024, and it seems that it's going to be it's going to be set in the period of Star Trek Discovery, which is one of the shows that you just noted uh, is ending its run uh, next next year, its fifth and final season, and. Um, so this new show will be set, at least it hasn't been confirmed, but the press release that was sent out by the studio implied that it was a set during that same time period. 
And it makes sense because uh, one of the characters on Starfleet, Star Trek Discovery, uh, Tilly was had, had left the ship and and was working with a, a group of cadets that were in one of the episodes in, in the, I think, season three or four of, of the show. So I don't know if they'll be spinning off with her character as the lead or um, and, and some of these cadets that we met during during Star Trek Discovery or or if it'll be a fresh, fresh set of cast members. But uh, but it looks like it's in a future in the future timeline and we'll be in this period that we're in right now with Star Trek Picard. And um, yeah, and it looks like it's going into production in 2024. So. Uh, I think that's all the Star Trek news for the week. Because <laughs> both of them, yeah, they dropped a bunch of stuff this week. I mean, and the great and the cool thing about it, at least with uh, with Strange New Worlds and, and, and both Lower Decks and uh, Prodigy, uh, they both got renewed and and no, no, there was no renewal. But this is final season, so these shows at least will will go for uh, a little while longer, which uh, which are which is a great fact for me because I, I love all three of those shows. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's good. Um, yeah. and very cool. Um, all right, so that leads us to talk about Picard episodes six and seven, <laughs> which I kind of just want to talk about seven because I feel yeah. like everything that happened in six, like, either got wrapped up or untied in, yeah. <laughs> in seven, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but but before we get into the discussion, I just have to um, razz you right now because um, you're already making me watch Picard. Okay, I'm watching it, Will. I'm yeah. I'm typing my notes away. What? Why would you send me Sarah before before we record tonight? This is this is Will DMing me. Um, you need to watch this 17 minute long Easter egg of Tell everything me. that happened. <laughs> In Picard <laughs> episode seven, you need to watch it. And I'm like, okay. So I did my homework. Okay. But okay, Will, I, you're you're not making me a Trekkie. <laughs> <laughs> you get me to watch the show, but I and I can watch the Easter eggs, and and also before we even start, you watched this, right? Yeah. Why would you? They led with a reference to James Bond. <laughs> You know how I feel about the James Bond. Version. I know, I know, but I yeah, but but other than the James Bond reference, the the screen the screen crush Easter eggs are like on point. I mean, these if for any Star Trek fans that are listening and you're looking for a good solid like ah, it, it's you know I, you don't have you know either memoryalpha.com at your fingertips or or your start hard copy Star Trek encyclopedia. I'm, I'm telling on myself that this, you know, this is a good good resource for you because they really they really do know their stuff. That and also Trek culture. Yeah, yeah, that's all. Like, and and listeners, he sent me a link to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just figure it. Out. Well, I, I just know in the past there have been situations where the some of the some of the little in universe things just didn't land for you certain ways and especially whenever you're trying to put together your notes so i figured this one was a very good one because there was a lot of shit like 
tie-ins and references to to the whole universe quite frankly and so i, I thought it was a good uh, uh good 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 video for you to watch it was fine um okay. Okay. i i still don't really understand about 16 minutes of it Okay. Um, because minutes. and it's not that I don't understand. Okay, I'm not stupid. I've I've watched plenty of TV. I know how TV works. Um, it's just that the um, it was just a reminder of when we're talking Star Trek. It's not that I haven't watched like Discovery or or like a show that aired five years ago. No, we're talking about movies that came out before I was born. <laughs> We're talking about shows that have multiple seasons. And, and now I'm coming to realize how many times John Luke has died, how many times Data has freaking died. And I'm just like, Will, we have to have a discussion about stakes <laughs> because I'm very confused. <laughs> and it's actually kind of crazy how fans... Um, it's it's fascinating from from the perspective of how you're able to have this expansive story mm -hmm. uh, with a and then this this character two characters Data and John Luke who from what I understand they're on their third life their second life Data's on his third life right Data is definitely on his third life okay and John Luke is on his second life second life third? also well. So two and, a half. two and a half because he did have <laughs> he does his original body did have he did have an artificial heart so yes two and a half two and a half and so and, and so while I'm watching these two episodes all I can think about is like oh my god they're never gonna kill him <laughs> they're never <laughs> gonna kill any of these people well this is, that's a long-standing <laughs> Star Trek trope because uh, Leonard Nimoy wanted spock to die in star trek to the rathicon but of course when uh, they whenever fandom had learned about that uh and they saw the reception of the film they they, they reshot the ending so that they could you know, spock could, could have the possibility of coming back which he did so this is nothing new in star trek <laughs> oh yeah but but it's just funny how um we talk about stakes in the superhero realm yeah all the yeah. time and if if john if barry allen was on his seventh life i would not be surprised but i can tell you that yeah i i don't like i would have checked out <laughs> that show on its second life but then again that maybe it has to do with like star trek it's more science fiction mm -hmm. and comic books are more fiction than anything, even though sometimes some of the best episodes that come out of those shows um, or that genre tend to lean heavily more into that science fiction realm because you can then ground your your narrative and bring back apparently a character two and a half times. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I had some revelations. Um, I didn't because I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. Um, and um and it and it kind of like is like yeah this is why i'm i'm not in mm. but um 
Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out where I want to go from here, but I just had to razz you about making me on top of the two hours I already spent in Star Trek world. I had to attack on another 17 minutes. Oh man, I'm Star Trek out. <laughs> just, well, I'm not. So let's, let's <laughs> well, go ahead. You can geek out. You can probably explain the six and seven all on your own. You don't need my help at all. <laughs> no, I, I want to hear. I, I want to hear. I like hearing. I like hearing your perspective because, you know, again, you're, you're right. I mean, it, it, this the thing about show and it, it, Star Wars is like this too. Any any kind of genre, you know, show that has has multiple iterations and and legacies and whatnot um you know it it, it it does sort of become like its own little club i mean it's like the mcu i mean you know it's people you know it's at that place where it, it sometimes it can be a little difficult to own ramp if you haven't been there from the beginning so yeah um, so I, I get where you're coming from right um okay so <clears throat> Um, how do you, how do you want to do this? <laughs> yeah. So overall faults about the episode. I mean, why don't you just give that and then we can really get into some of the, some of the beats that really using your notes from some episodes six, we can, cause some of those things did get answered very in, in episode seven, but also we did get more questions <laughs> from those, from, from getting some answers uh with how things transpired this week yeah um it, it was fine Th these two episodes felt like part one and part two for exactly what what you just said um they're they're fine episodes i i guess i'm not really like okay i'm i'm not going to share my overall thoughts because like that's not who i am I'm just going to say, who the heck is controlling the changelings? <laughs> this yeah. is all I want to know was, right now. I just yeah, and, I need to understand that. Yeah. And then, of course, I like how we uh, we started the show with who is Jack Crusher. Okay, mm -hmm. he's Picard's son. Okay, why do the changelings want him? Oh, wait, the changelings, he's a means to their end in the sense that He's not needed by Vatic. He's needed by whoever Vatic is working for, which is a bigger mystery. Mm -hmm. um, so, so now we're back to where we started with, okay, who or what is Jack Crusher? Because is he related to Picard? Yes. Yes. Definitely. Is he related to his mama? No. <laughs> he's definitely he's related to both. No, it's just it was funny when Vatic kind of like he's not yours or and I'm like hmm. was was the was the Crusher changeling and pregnant? Yeah, well, that's that, that that line did. I, I will say that that one that was one that did like I, I will uh, I was wondering about that too because it's like on the one it's like okay. Given all, you know, especially when we get Vatic's backstory as far as how she was, how she was created, and in in, in the in the Daystrom station, and um, 
when she says that whenever Beverly and John Luke are, you know, confronting her uh, there, and she's like, I was like, that was, that was like, hmm, so. Yeah, it was it was a very good line and a place. Yeah. And that that entire scene, like I saw your tweet about um, the actor who plays Jordy deserving <laughs> to be performer of the week. I think the actress who played Valak, Vatic deserves to be performer of the week oh. because I really I liked her monologue. My yeah. one critique is not because of her performance. No, it's because of the writing. It's just that. I I've, I found it very humorous how within the span of one minute, she's criticizing them for how they're starting this interrogation. And then she shares her entire story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. why? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it was like, oh, well, I guess she was like, she thought it was going to be a good cop, bad cop. And then she was like, oh, they're not doing that. Oh, I'm bored. So, oh, let me, I'll just. They they didn't mind fucked her and they like got her to like tell her you know tell her they whole did. her whole story and plan. They but, just uh, brought up the war and then that sent her on an entire rant and then the next thing you know she's like staring off in the distance about to cry because she's 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 now like talking about her family and how this is a revenge mission and and how ironically the federation created her like the spy stuff which bleeds into james bond further proof that i watched the 17 minute long video yeah um yeah it's just like it was so short it was so short where i i just i felt like that character could have been a little bit smarter but I also think that they did it because they couldn't really allow this interrogation to bleed all the way over into another episode. <laughs> well, I, yeah, well, I think that, and also she, she got what she wanted at the end, which is, well, she, yeah. you know, she, got, she, I mean, she doesn't care. I mean, her, 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 I mean, her end game was to get the captain C of the Titan, which she, you know, and, and, and just basically deliver Jack to whoever and whoever the the the, Bob, the fuzzy headed funky guy in her hand is, which right. I'm still trying to. I'm like racking my brain as far as like okay now we've we you know as far as evil people in Star Trek that still has what would have a big enough grudge against the Federation that they want to you know get them all assembled on Frontier Day and, to, and right. destroy them all. Well, that's their plan. Yeah. Because that's another thing that I kept thinking about in this episode. How how much, like, John Luke immediately cut straight to the plan. She never confirmed that that's what they were doing. Right. She she never confirmed it. She, in my opinion, um, and I could have blacked out or just completely looked over or something, but from what I heard and saw, she never confirmed it. And it's never from, from, we just know that they, they took his, took his body. Right. We, we, they, they're making an assumption about what they need from it, especially because they also need Jack. And so his DNA, DNA and whatever is inside of John Luke's remains connected can create i don't know it's it's very it's i will tell you this will it is very good mystery Mm -hmm. that has taken us seven episodes (laughs) yeah yeah well 
I had a theory, and it, and that, uh, when I did my uh, review last week with with about why they wanted John Luke's remains, and also with Jack, and part of it, this episode confirmed. Well, I won't say confirmed because they've been doing a lot of head fakes this season. Um, but it the theory that, that in supposition that the crew came up with, which is they need need they needed John the, the doppelganger. And and the reason why I thought they needed to make the doppelganger um, is that the you know John Luke's original remains has has Borg components, right? From when he was when he was um, abducted and became Locutus, and we've seen that you know used over and over again. Right. And then of course this week you know we had the ex- extra piece now of jack being having some telepathic abilities and and what i theorized last week was maybe that this that this new bunch of changelings was was going to create some kind of hive mind uh using the, the two of them to uh you know using you know, the remains of locutus and 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 you know and the dna from john luke and jack to like you know create this you know this big you know, basically the doppelganger and somehow get that the fake John Luke to Federation Day and, and use that doppelganger to you know to destroy the fleet. So so some of the pieces for the fan my fan theories was it had some additional elements added to it this week. Um but it's still um you know but the way they have like you know I I think I'm pretty sure at this point Jack being a sleeper agent is probably not the case. You know, I think he yeah, there's something else going on, um, but and and, and, you're, and and given that we saw all this genetic engineering and all this, you know, the, the changelings getting more monkeyed around with the Daystrom Station by Section 31, mm-hmm. uh, maybe they did, and maybe they did do something to, when 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 Jack was was a baby. Uh, or yeah, but there's yeah, there's because there's there's a there's there's like I said, they, they definitely answered a lot of things. The aromatic syndrome. I mean, you know, they data basically was like, no, it might not be that. Which again, which uh, that was whenever Picard had his initial diagnosis years ago mm-hmm. on Next Generation. Um, Beverly didn't didn't notice it before, and then when they did notice it, they're like, they did have a little throwaway line that it could be any number any number of you know, neuro, neuro, neurological disorders. So, I mean, maybe this time it was, you know, the, the Borg, you know, data's saying that maybe it was, you know, something from the Borg implants that he had that, you know, maybe that's why they misdiagnosed it way back in season one of Picard. But, you know, or just could be that they're trying to retcon just to, to make things work for their story this year. And it wouldn't surprise me if um, the person, or the thing, the being, who is um leading controlling Vatic is a Borg? Yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. I mean, it would make sense that it would be some Borg. Just we did it. Yeah, just because um I've heard like I heard Ro- Roka talk about the similarities that there are between the changelings and the the Borg. Yeah, yeah. I mean so, there is yeah, I mean there is there, there is like that's why I thought about the hive mind thing too because right the uh, my theory last week was you know, that these these new changelings are were 
missing out on the great link. Um, and and especially, you know, even, you know, given that they were prisoners of, war, of the Dominion War and cut off from the rest of the rest of the Great Link, uh, maybe that's something that they weren't, you know, in all the genetic, all the morphogenic um, experiments and torture they were going through, maybe, you know, and, and, and even though they evolved in one sense, you know, by being able to more fully mimic uh person down to their blood and stuff maybe they lost some elements and that's part of the part of their plan uh to to to, well uh, i i was thinking that for the changelings um it would make sense that they needed something from john luke's remains um because maybe there is something unique about his dna that um or or back when we just knew about crusher there's something about unique about john luke's dna that um allows his synthetic body to to Mm. work Mm. um and even confuse brand new viewers um (laughs) so so maybe maybe they needed something like that so that they could become as solid as they wanted. And also shout out to them for just being like, you solid. Man. Yeah. I would, you know, if it was, if, if I could be called a changeling versus a solid for an hour, I would, I would want to definitely be a changeling. (laughs) (laughs) I could just call people stupid solids. solids. (laughs) Solid privilege. (laughs) Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, this like I said, this I we're uh, finishing the second act of the season, and um, and it, I think it, you know, definitely was a bottle show, uh, for you know, because we did War from Rafi, we're all looking for Will and Deanna, which I will say, I, I wish they had picked up. A little bit of that, but I guess this episode was pretty packed. So I don't know if that I don't know if they could have like had a, a, a satisfying beat extraction story. Um, yeah. in, in that this was episode. the amount of exposition they needed yeah. to deliver between. Yeah. I mean, they had a pretty um, pretty decent A and B storylines that were mm-hmm. self-contained, and then even kind of see like Jack. Um, is kind of like floating in between like yeah so so no i i agree i don't think they should have crammed it i almost wish that these episodes would have just aired back to back because mm-hmm. they like from the you they they bleed into one another so well yeah um and and um it's a really good cliffhanger as to just be like okay well now we're we're just starting all over again <laughs> <laughs> we have traveled yeah. Remind, <laughs> yeah, you know, it reminds me a lot of the the way Andor was set up. You know, you had these like three episode arcs, and that's how this season of, of Picard has been so far. <laughs> you had these little arcs. Yeah, to your point. Um, I will Andor did it better, but yeah, yeah, you're you're right. Like there are definite like segments of the season where you're like, okay, now we've wrapped up that, so we're moving here. Um for a few episodes, but it's, it's funny um, because I watched Superman and Lois last night yeah. and um, I forget, was it, was it Mandalorian and Picard 
where we were noticing the overlapping things or was it the last of us it was the uh it was the wow. last it was the final episode of the last of us and picard right right because it happened again yeah <laughs> it happened and <laughs> i was i was like i was yeah, I was thinking that, and then as soon as they turned around and saw the blood, I'm like, that is so Superman's blood. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so Superman. Because they're going to cure, Mannheim is curing cancer, okay? That is my theory. <laughs> that's a good theory. They're going to they're gonna be forced to work with Mannheim to save Lois. That's that's a great theory. That is, that is totally my my theory, and that it, it just, I can't, because, and I put this in my notes, I can't get the line stuck out of my head about how Superman, he says to Superman, you don't make change. And he says it in a way which means what he's doing, right or wrong, will make a change. And what's a better change than curing cancer? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it'll work, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I just, um, Talk about a, a this week's episode of Superman and Lois. It wasn't a bottle episode the same way Dominion was, right. but it could. It very much felt like it was in the sense that you you it felt very contained in like we're we need to move them. We need to now that we have Lois diagnosed. We need the the grappling of that, um, and and people like her family banding together, along with moving along this Mannheim mystery in a very self-contained way. And I think they did a good job over overall yeah. with it, um, except and just like what we were talking about before in terms of having a solid A and B storyline. I really, uh, I. Can the kids just go to summer camp? Like, can they just, I mean, and especially this whole um, Lang storyline. I liked Sarah for like a good amount of the two seasons. I really don't like her this season. Yeah. (laughs) She's, she's steering, like she's, like, I don't know what happened with her personality, but I could have sworn when it came out that her dad cheated on her mom, she took her mom's side. But now it's like, she, and and I think, I think what they're doing, Will, um, is they're going to, they're going to have a heart to heart and it's going to come out. Well, yeah, he cheated, but you broke up the family because you are the one who wanted a divorce. Mm-hmm. Like it's that, that resentment. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, that's a very good fault there. Um, because I, I'm with you that this season, her character has been very off-putting and, yeah. and, and the, in this week when they, which was Sarah and, and Lana had the blow up there at the end of the episode, I didn't feel like it was earned at all. Right. It, it came out of so, nowhere. Yeah. It was felt, felt so forced, mm-hmm. uh, and like, you know, cause because one of the this episode when you know it was straddling straddling the line of melodrama <laughs> and 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 you know cw melodrama yeah and and 
and and not. And yeah. when it, like you said, when the the A story with some of the things that were going on with with Lois and and her diagnosis and, and how she reacted to it worked. I mean, I completely completely bought it. You know, especially whenever you know when Mannheim was doing things and she would just like run off and from her treatment twice. And so and 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 and. and and whenever she did talk about why she was afraid and, and 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 how everybody's treating her differently now, I mean that felt that felt real and and organic. This stuff with Sarah and her mother and Lana just like what what the fuck? I was like what the, what's going on? Yeah. Well, and, and even yeah. even with um, Jonathan in the car, and I oh, yeah. apologize because I'm pretty sure last week <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought. That the girl he dated in the previous season was the same girl from last week. No, that was pre-Smallville move. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I forgot honestly too that that, that was the <laughs> Metropolis girlfriend. <laughs> it was very weird, and and now I'm just thinking to myself, did I it? know they did a recast of Jonathan. Did they recast the girl who played his girlfriend? <laughs> I was thinking that same thing. I was like, when I was watching it today, I was like, I think that's a different actress. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why we're all confused. But yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, that wasn't. It was. It was weird because it's boring. It's just yeah. a, a. It's to your point. It's very melodramatic. We've seen that play out time and time again, and and. I, it's not that the lowest stuff didn't hit. And to your point, like her reaction and response felt very organic. However, I knew what she was doing the entire time. So I was kind of bored. I was yeah. like, okay, I know where this is going. Yeah. I wanted, I wanted a good twist. I wanted a good thing. And maybe that's why it was nice to have the Mannheim stuff and the revelation yeah. um, that they, they want they or they're stockpiling Superman's blood um, mm -hmm. for these experiments, um, for these chemo trials. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so it's it's just I I like this week's episode. I don't love it. I I think that um, they fell very much into a lot of melodramatic beats and a lot of beats where. We're we we are trying to get past this. We definitely though need this step because it's a big it's a big revelation that happens and there are a lot of characters affected. The most interesting thing they did was with John Henry Irons. Mm -hmm. And I say this all the time. Uh, arguably one of the best characters on the show. Like because yeah. at first I thought they were doing it um I, I fell for what they were doing with him in the sense, like getting mad about Nat wanting to give away the watch. Mm -hmm. um, and it didn't click like, oh, that was his defensive defense mechanism because he doesn't want to take on that um, hopelessness as if that was his wife. But as much as he tries, he can't she's still his friend at the end of the day. She's still someone he deeply cares about at the end of the day. And my fan fiction loves. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so, so, so yeah, I, I thought that that was the most interesting because I, I don't, I never really know what they're going to do with Nat and John Henry, you know? Um, I just wish Nat wasn't becoming BFFs with Sarah at the moment. Okay. I just, I wish that wasn't happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I get it. I get it. And 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 in and in a weird way, at one point, I don't know if I've said this on on air before. I I thought that eventually Jonathan and Nat would get together. Yeah, you mentioned that before. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You I know it's before. weird. I know it's weird, but I I there was some chemistry. Well, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. What are worse, you know? But uh, I know. In, I think in the second season, there there were there were definitely moments where it looked like that that was the path that they thought about going but mm-hmm. but then he but then he got addicted to the um the uh, ex kryptonite and um and went up with that girl which is like you said i mean she may be the same person with different hairstyle or something but i i just yeah it, it i was wondering this evening when i when i was watching the episode i was like did she i get recast because it seems like it's a different person but and it seems like as traumatic and as big as a beat a story beat that was they've moved on real fast from that and he got kicked out of school and everything yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. breezed right by it here's a brand new car <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah. yeah nice nice 16th birthday present there for you sure. but yeah, yeah and then this yeah and this week jordan was at least they didn't like have jordan and sarah again as far as their is like moping over her. So at least we, we're getting progress, y'all. We're, we're not. We're, Jordan's not moping over Sarah anymore. <laughs> at least oh, this week. <laughs> yeah, he's still a mope. He's he doesn't. He was not moping front and center, but he was moping in the background an awful lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, his, that's that's his resting. Rest, yeah, that's his resting moping face. I mean, that's <laughs> that's definitely his case. <laughs> resting moping face, Jordan. Thank you very much. Um. All right. Anything anything else from because this like I said this episode it's not a bad episode but oh. I think it's so condensed that it we don't need to like spend 20 minutes because there there wasn't that much that happened. Right. At the end of the day. No, um, no. Basically, yeah, you, well, I mean we know that I mean, Lois got her had fear over the treatment and um but she got over it and um yeah i mean you're right i mean i think it was it was just a, it was a transition episode to like and it really got to what the bigger issue is which is what's going on with uh them harvesting superman's blood right right so in smallville we have what's going on with soup's blood and in space we have who is jack crusher also what's going on with john luke's blood <laughs> yeah yeah you know, <laughs> a lot of dna going around here this episode <laughs> it's all related it's all yeah. i i just feel as though I we missed there. <laughs> yeah thank you very much pun very much intended um i just feel like we missed when all genre tv writers went up into canada and to this big writing convention and shared their ideas for what they were doing for these seasons. And then, and then we just got, a, we're getting a lot of overlap and it's not bad. It's actually, it's kind of nice yeah. um, in a way because it helps, it helps us like stay on track for important themes. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, connections. I don't know. It's it's kind of it's kind of crazy how you can have shows like we were saying before, one very much science fiction and then more um fantasy, um, not even fantasy, but just comic books lore yeah. um that that can have these parallel um plot points. Yeah, um, because, yeah. Yeah, plot points and themes, and um, yes, yeah, I, I still miss Last of Us. Missing. Yeah, I miss <laughs> The Last of Us as well. But yeah, but you're right. I mean, it is. It is. I like. I, I like how you, uh, how they all went to one big writers' room in Canada, and then and then they all put their unique, their own spin on on the theme of the year, which is we're all. It's all related. It is. It, it is all related. I can't wait for the overlap of, or, or whoever will overlap with the boys. Well, this Starfleet, this Starfleet, I have to say, whenever I meant to say it earlier in the episode with the Starfleet Academy, I was like, oh, whatever it's going to be like the boys spinoff, because they're also, you know, they're at Vault University. <laughs> when is that coming out? Oh, gosh. Um, I forgot I about that. I know they were filming. I don't know if they. I don't know if they wrapped or not. I mean, I think season three of the boys is still in the process of being filmed. Oh yeah, yeah. They they're shooting right now. Yeah. Um, and then we're gonna get that in the fall. I guess season four. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Homelander. Yeah. Homelander, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we got we got we got we got our time. So how many more episodes, of Picard? Oh, we got three left. Three left. We still don't know who the fuck Jack Crusher. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> we, don't. Um, we got three, three, three more weeks of that. Oh, yeah. is that is that ending at the same time Mandalorian is? Uh, just about. Yeah, they end around the same time. Yeah. So this Mandal- are we covering the finales the same week? Uh, I have to look at the uh, I have to look at the uh, calendar. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I'm just, yeah, we can definitely do this when we're not recording, but listeners just love to listen to where my mind wanders. Yeah. Um, and Producing. on that note. <laughs> <laughs> Producing it as we go, y'all. <laughs> Producing it as we go. Um, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me at Will M. Polk, W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K. And you can find me at SJ Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Cena Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and visit our website, www.cenanerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>